You know, when you're surrounded by news about the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos and the Jack Dorseys of the world, um, you tend to forget that each and every one of these people, though now they look like they have the biggest wings that any human being or angel could have, that one day they were just a normal human being such as yourself. And that's a very, very important thing to acknowledge, right? The fact that each and every person who is great was once not great. Every person who is walking, at some point in their life, they had to crawl first before they were even able to consider or be considered for flying. And this is an important um, place to begin at for the conversation that we'll be having today because we're talking about um, business ideas for high schoolers. What are the best business ideas if you're in high school, if you want to sell to your friends in high school? Why is this important? Why is this even a thing? Should it be a thing? Now, we know and we will not try to make a counter argument at all that being young and being um, a person that is in high school or primary, you should be enjoying your life to the fullest. Um, you should be learning new things, learning new skills. You should be learning how to play the piano, studying, uh, making sure that you're getting good grades and just enjoying time with your friends. That is something that we will never um, even come close to attempting to rob you off. Um, but now there is the thing that we do need to acknowledge, the fact that entrepreneurship is a skill that needs to be developed and it needs to, it's a muscle that needs to be trained. This is not, when we're talking about entrepreneurship, please acknowledge and be conscious of the fact that we're not talking about employment. We're not trying to say if you're young and underage that you should go seek employment. We're talking about good and healthy business ideas for someone who is in high school or even primary, in fact. Now, you might think to yourself, why would you want a person in primary to start a business, you know? Um, here's an example that I can give you, which we've all seen in movies, you know, um, when you see the little girl standing at the at the side of her yard at home and having a lemon stand. And as people walk by, she sells them uh, lemons, lemonade, I mean, <laughs> not lemons, uh, lemonade um, in these little cups because she's trying to make a little bit of money so that she can go and buy toys for herself or go out with her friends to the nearest, um, you know, park or whatever it may be so that she can enjoy an ice cream every now and then and all of this happens under the supervision of her parents right that's what the type of picture we're talking about when we're talking about high school entrepreneurship we're not talking about starting a multi-million dollar company that you're going to register and own shares in that company and hire employees that's not what we're talking about and i think that's a premise that we really need to set um it's it's an understanding that we really do hope you have uh, an understanding of what we're trying to do and accomplish through this conversation about high school entrepreneurship. Now, I myself, mind you, uh, was a young person in high school who was very invested in entrepreneurship for quite a bit of time while also maintaining good marks in high school. And this is something that I imagine, especially if you're a parent listening to this, that you might be thinking if we're promoting high schoolers to engage in business and to have business ideas, will that not distract them from their school activities. You see, the thing about that argument is that if I were to say to you that 
um, take your child for piano lessons as extracurricular classes so that they can at least have their musicality and because it, it gives them a sense of therapy and it enhances their intelligence. If I were to say that to you, you wouldn't argue that that would benefit the child. You wouldn't argue that at all. The only thing that you argue with when it comes to entrepreneurship is because you know that it's specifically done to make money. You understand what I mean? You see, my point in this is that both the pursuit of entrepreneurship and taking your, your kid for extra piano lessons, taking them for, for swimming classes, taking them for dancing lessons or singing lessons, even if they are singing at church, that could easily distract your kids if it goes unmonitored, if it's unsupervised. And if your child is not taught of the importance, right, of the importance of keeping things Balanced, And whenever there, it's exam time, you need to be able to supervise and say to the kid, listen, it's exam time. I don't want you selling anything. Um, and I will make sure that you, you, you it, whether at, at school or whether at home, this is obviously depending on whether um, school allows it to happen or not, which is actually where what I'm about to jump into now. Right. This is very, very, very important. It is very important for for you if you're in high school. You need to follow the rules of your school. Um, in fact, generally, schools don't even allow you to do any form of business uh, on the school premises. But of course, if you are in a school that somehow allows you to do that, then definitely take advantage of it. But do it in such a way that you make sure that your academics are also well balanced with your with your business. Right. Make sure that if I mean, I remember when I was in varsity, first of all, I used to sell uh, Beacon Bites. Um, I don't know for those of you in, in, in black South African schools, we used to love those and i know that it's not just specifically or exclusively in the uh, uh schools in the black communities but beacon bites not the ones that come um you know in 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 the barcoded packaging no i'm talking about the ones in the see-through plastic where you can actually see the, the the chips you're buying before you even buy them so i used to actually do a sit down um, while studying, uh, while reading, while doing my homework. Um, and I would sit and pack these beacon bites from these big plastic bags into the smaller ones that I would later uh, sell at school. Then I, at some point I sold lollipops, I sold sweets, um, I've sold gingers, like literally sold, bought them at, a, at an Indian store, went to school, sold them at a profit. I've even gone as far as selling um, you know, you know, these uh, back in the day, people used to when we first got uh, computers, uh, people used to have these these phones. Right. I used to design wallpapers. I, I'm not going to be able to go through the whole process of how I did that. But I used to design uh, wallpapers and sell them for like two rands uh, when I was in high school. And people used to take those and put them on their phones as screensavers or wallpapers. Um, and it was off their names or off someone that they love. And it used to glow when you put it on your screen. So um, for somehow, <laughs> I'm not sure how I even stumbled upon that. I think I did it for myself and realized how good it looked. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, there, there was a couple of business ideas that I engaged in. Uh, some of them happened at school. Others happened outside of school because at our school, they had some allowance uh, during break time as well as after school when, you're, when we're all sitting by the bus stop waiting for our uh, transport to take us home. You could basically go around selling to people. Um, and I would never sell in class. That was something that I was quite, I mean, it, it, it really didn't even come up much, but that is something that I was 
never disruptive um, in how I did my business. Am I encouraging you to go to your school and sell at what by whatever means? No. What I'm encouraging you to do is to respect your school rules. Um, go to school with the understanding. Actually, go to school. Find someone who is responsible for such um, principal or someone at reception and find out what are the school rules on selling, on, on kids selling things that are that are innocent, obviously. Sell nothing nefarious. Uh, that's another important thing. There's so much to this topic um, and we're not going to be able to branch out in every direction. But I do hope that we manage to cover enough uh, for you to understand that we're not trying to encourage you to be disruptive at school. We're not trying to encourage you to uh, focus on a business instead of focusing on school because that is not a good thing. Uh, having an education is very important, especially having a, a, a high school level uh, education is so important uh, because from that point on, you can go to varsity and then at the same time, uh, further on your, your, your knowledge and your education education beyond the point of what you learned or your learning in varsity because you've already learned how to learn right you've already built that confidence within yourself that i am able to educate myself because um, that's what you do in high school right you educate yourself with with the the teachers facilitating the process of education um and 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 this is the one thing that i i really want to stress that in this conversation we are encouraging you to do everything and every idea that we give and every uh, thing that we're discussing, we're asking you to do it responsibly. If you're a parent, uh, please make sure that you supervise your kid if they decide to sell sweets, ice, or if they decide to sell lemonade to the community. Um, yeah, so the, 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 the one thing I first want to mention actually is the fact that just because we're saying high school entrepreneurship, we actually just mean that you are a kid in high school, not necessarily that um, you are selling, you're starting your business at a high school. So you can be, um, in, it can be in your neighborhood mowing the lawn. If your father has taught you or your brother has taught you or your friends have taught you how to mow the lawn, it can be mowing the lawn. It can be cutting other kids' hair and their parents paying you to do it. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Um, and then you'll, it, you'll eventually, don't even start to think about the hiring process and growing a business. That is not what you should be doing. You should basically be be doing this. Let's say, for example, if you want to buy yourself a PlayStation, if your parents will allow you to, or let's say you want to go to a particular concert or um, you want to, uh, you know, I don't know, buy yourself a skateboard or a bicycle or you, you want to help your parents save up for a, a certain gift that you really want to have, then it is very important. I mean, it would be a very good principle, in fact, for you to meet them halfway and say, you know what, I'd, I'd like to wash the your car and your friend's car when they come they can come over and put leave the car here at home and i wash it and clean it inside for this amount all i need you to do as my parent or as my guardian is just get me the customers just let your friends know uh that i'm here and i'm willing to wash their cars or i'm willing to mow their lawn or um i'm willing to 
do some errands around their house, you know, take out the trash, mow the lawn, um, weed their garden, um, feed their pet, walk their pets. You know, all of those are the ideas that you can do and you do them in a responsible and respectable manner. And you make sure that you allow your parents to be a form of supervision to you. Um, and yeah, I, I also used to, um, you know, do some, some, some business stuff or entrepreneurial stuff when I got home after school. But actually I did not do a lot if I'm honest, because that was the time that I focused a lot on studying, on understanding my work. Um, and that's the time that you need to, to set aside and you need to be very strict about it. If you only decide to do your business on the weekends, do it only on the weekends and focus on studying during the week. And one important thing you should always remember, just because your friend is succeeding at running a complex business and doing it Monday to Friday while also getting good grades, it doesn't mean that you'll be able to accomplish the same. And that doesn't make you a weaker or lesser human being or capable person. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it means that you need to find what works for you because you are... What it actually means is that you're unique. You're not the same. God didn't make you the same as the next person. And that's okay. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, yeah, so there's many different ideas, as I've already listed a few, that you can do as a high school kid. Um, I know some high school kids who um, make candles and sell them in the neighborhood. Some high school kids who melt soap bars um, and turn them into you know, beautiful uh, combination um, and then combination of different soaps that have a unique scent and then take that and sell it within the neighborhood, which also recycles these remaining soap bars that we have at home. Um, and of course, this is not for every kid. If, if, if entrepreneurship is not in you, if that grit to do business is not in you, um, it, you might have to do it out of necessity because even though getting a job, for example, is not in you and it's not something you'd like to do, each and every one of us on planet earth have to get some form of employment right we need to make money so we can pay our bills because it costs money to live uh, no human being has enough money to pay for um, all of our all of our those of us who don't feel like working right no one has enough money to pay for all our bills and theirs um, our parents will not always have uh, be capable of, of, of taking care of us for the rest of our lives and that's something that we really need to take into consideration um, so do think about that and think long and hard um, about how to strike a balance <laughs> There's a lot more to be said about this, to be quite honest. And I do hope that I've, I've, we, we in this discussion actually cover enough. You know what I mean? And I really, really do hope that we cover enough. My name is Charles Dettoy and you're still tuned to I Am Live. And uh, this is the part of the evening that we share our discussions and our thoughts with you uh, with regards to all things in life. As we said, I am uh, life explained so the theme for this evening that we are talking about is high school entrepreneurship what school business ideas that you can start in high school now the best advice that i can actually give you is firstly uh, that which is found in i don't know if you remember the movie the best batman movie probably ever the dark knight the most infamous one with Heath ledger as the joker but uh, Heath Ledger had this quote in it where you would go to the mob, meaning the underground uh, crime bosses, whatever, 
he would go to the mob and he would tell them, listen, I can kill Batman because I've got a plan. And they ask him, like, if you can kill Batman, why haven't you killed Batman yet? And his response is actually what I want you to start thinking about <laughs> business. Because his response to the mobsters at that stage was, if you're good at something, never do it for free. And I think this is where it actually comes in. Now in high school, what businesses can you start in high school? What entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneurial enterprises can you head off or start off in high school? I think you need to sit and clearly calculate what is it that you are good at. Well, good at, good at, right? So first of all, I do not currently... foresee that anyone in South Africa in the near, I don't want to say two years, three years, probably would make a decent income from being an influencer. So you will need to have patience and by the time that you've run out of patience, you probably run out of years in high school as well. So start something that you are very, very good at. If you're good at maths, see if you can start the extracurricular uh, math study center. Uh, Get people to come to your house. See those ones that are struggling in maths and you can tell them like, listen, I've got, if you pay me 40 bucks a lesson, I'll give you some lessons. I'll just sit with you. Chances are you will have more patience with the struggling students than what the teachers are because you'll only face the people in your class, whereas the teacher faces probably six or 10 classes were filled with struggling students with maths exact same goes for science if you do science you can do that if art is your thing sell your artwork or tell people that you would uh, be able to to sketch them draw them whatever the case might be if you're anything like given uh, with with spoken word see if you can't use that in some other way to generate an income listen you're not going to get a salary or anything from my ideas i know that but it's a good way to start earning an income from your talents and then let start heading forward. Uh, don't think that you will buy a BMW in matric because you've got <laughs> uh, this entrepreneurship. It does happen. I know people that, that get it to happen, but it's not all the all time the case. Uh, you see if you can do performances at school, paid performances at school. Uh, see if you can get someone that... Uh, could write poetry or for their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the case might be. See if you can sell your poetry. Poetry actually does sell. Um, if you're good at photography, good at social media, don't try to become an influencer. Instead, much rather see if you can help someone become influencers. Or you can do something similar to what my brother-in-law does. He goes to um, estate agents or start people starting to sell their houses and he would sort of brand their house and sell it for them or promote it for them on facebook because he knows how to take proper photos he knows how to take good videos so he will take videos and photos of that house and assist the estate agent and they charge him like 200 he charges them 200 to 300 bucks and then they he needs to edit those photos create those videos and upload it on facebook and it just looks way different because he's someone that knows how to take proper photos right you can do the same thing if you've got a couple of followers on your facebook go to a store uh not a franchise go to an in basic store with in which you know the owner and ask them whether you can do their social media for them right see if you can post for them if you if they pay you 200 bucks you will do 50 posts a month or whatever the case might be including the photos the edits the hashtags people get i know it sounds ridiculous but people get paid to do these things see if you can't do these things right then if you if you are good with a computer which i know some people are see if you can't start session muso type of vibe see if you can't 
build beats for people. See if you can't build synthesizers for people. If you know someone that can rap, you'll tell them like, oh, that can do poetry like given us. See if you can't ask them, listen, can't I do some backtracks for you? Can't I build a backtrack for you? Right? Those are all ways to actually start yourself open up, start yourself off in an entrepreneurial system. Second thing that I think you can start off is uh, see if you can provide lunch to kids at school. We had a lady here in, in, in Mossel Bay um, that she was uh, homeless and then someone enrolled her in this course on how to become an entrepreneur. And uh, the lady gave her 50 bucks and said, see if you can start a business. And what she did with this 50 bucks is she went and she bought a muffin mix from one of the chain stores. Two packets of muffin mix. She made the muffins. Muffins next day, she sold the muffins. And uh, she bought a couple of, from the, the profit that she made or the income that she generated, bought a couple of more muffin mixes, baked a couple of more muffins and sold that. And all the while, she got into this big... Uh, office building starting to sell muffins from door to door now remember this is not the case with every single person but this lady literally took that 50 rand and she grew it into six out six thousand something rand by selling muffins it took her uh, not a long time it took like two weeks but it took her immense amount of hours with little sleep because that's what she did you can't afford to do that when you're in high school but when you are a parent and you need to feed your children that's exactly what you do right you take those things and you do what you can with your income to see if you can't grow it or generate it see if you can't sell muffins at school see if you can't sell fruits at school see if you can't hook up uh, with someone in your area that is actually selling fruit and ask them to 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 um if you can sell their fruit to your school if you know a taxi driver go to him and say listen if i bring you certain students that need to go home will you charge them a less fee and then you charge those students a surplus or whatever and you make it one rand or two rand per student those are all ways in order for you to start in uh, uh, generating an income as i said you won't get rich you won't buy a bmw or mercedes with these plans but it is good entrepreneurial enterprises that will get you starting off in the correct way get you starting off into generating an income and thinking like an entrepreneur the moment you start working with money and you start working with entrepreneurs that's when you realize how these people think and what they do with their money because uh, they don't all go immediately out and buy yachts and planes and stuff. Well, 90% of them don't have enough money for a yacht or a plane. But they don't do that. They spend a lot of their money on marketing, spend a lot of their money on improving their products, spend a lot of their money on spending time with people that's uh, able to distill wisdom in them on how to improve their product and how to properly do marketing and how to, to grow their market share, market worth, for instance. Um, I hope this makes sense. I think I shared about 80 ideas. It seems like I shared about 80 ideas now. Uh, but I do hope this, this makes sense. And I look forward to see the entrepreneurial enterprises rising from this generation. Mm. I, I sincerely hope uh, that you are taking this in and taking it in holistically. Uh, because the last thing I would I would want to do with a conversation like this is have you sit at home and then only nitpick uh, parts of this discussion because it is a, a, a very serious discussion that we're treating with a level of delicacy because we understand that we don't want to misinform you and give you the impression that if you're a high schooler or if you're in your teens, you know, if you're 13, 14 or 15, um, that 
you should just get up and go start a business that's going to change the world and it reinvent uh, certain processes and make things easier for companies. You know, that's definitely not what we're trying to do. Uh, but what we are trying to do is to get you to understand that there is value in doing work uh, within within certain proximity, of course, uh, there is there is principle that you learn from just doing work from the people that are within your 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 circle. Right. You can even do this at church. Uh, where you do certain chores, where you even wash people's cars at church, right? Um, and this is not to condone you not listening to the sermon, but do 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 it before the sermon starts or after church. Let people know that I can, you can bring your car to my house and uh, here's the pamphlet. Call me, just let me know that you're bringing it and me and my friends uh, will be able to wash your car, which is another aspect of this that you need to consider. The fact that you can allow your friends to join you um, in the process of actually um, doing whatever business it is you want to do. Because remember, at the end of the day, business is nothing more than solving a problem, an actual existing problem for someone. You can either be saving them time, you can be saving them money or resources, or you can be saving them energy, right? Because sometimes um, people are using too much energy to produce or to make food, for example, um, or whatever, or even to walk their dog. They're, they're, they're taking time and also the energy within their body. So you come and you offer them a solution and you say, listen, I see you walk your dog every day and I'm, I, I imagine that as a grown-up, um, this is the pitch actually that you would have. As a grown-up, I imagine that you have a lot of, um, you know, laundry to do, bills to pay, other more important things to think of. And how about I walk your dog? And because I'm just a regular kid from the neighborhood, I'm not going to charge you an arm and a leg, um, you know, and charge you plus tax. I'm literally just, I just want to make some change so that I can um, go and spend on a ice cream cone or whatever the thing you're interested in is or a cap or whatever new Nike sneaker exists, right? That's all you want to do. You're not trying to employ anyone. You're not trying to register a business. You're not trying to um, rent a space where you need to pay rent, which will then mean you need to hike up your prices and et cetera, et cetera. None of those, you don't have that overhead. Um, so overhead costs are basically costs that are that sort of like if you're selling chappies and you're making that chappies in a factory and you have employees and you have to buy paper in order to print things, those are overhead costs, right? For example, in layman terms. So you don't have any of that. And that could be a selling proposition for you to say, I can keep the costs low and you can just help me out so I can buy this Nike sneaker right? You can do that with your family. You can do that with your uh, family's friends, your parents' friends. You can do that with your uh, people at church. Uh, you can do that literally anywhere where there is a community. You can set yourself up as that person who does that or as that kid who does that one thing. Um, another thing, actually, apart from these ideas that I've given, if you're a kid who is tech savvy, if you're able to code, if you're able to, um, you know, even type things like, you know, there are companies, uh, um, what are they called? Uh, internet cafes. They literally uh, charge to type pe people CVs, letters, um, 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 cover letters, you know, you could literally be the person who does that. Um, and this is definitely make sure that whatever you do is not illegal. And by that is 
Never ever commit any plagiarism. Don't go on the internet and copy someone else's work and say that you wrote it and sell it to someone. That's illegal and you can absolutely get arrested for that. Uh, never ever go to um, you know um, uh, the internet and copy anything and claim it as your own and sell it to someone else. Everything you do, make sure that you have a sense of integrity, make sure that it can be traced back to your efforts, um, and make sure that you just charge people reasonably and you give them good service. By that, I mean be friendly, be kind. Whenever they say you, did, uh, you, you didn't do this right, learn, listen to them and tell them, thank you for pointing it out to me. I'm going to learn and make sure that I do it better next time. Have very good business ethics and, and, and especially manners because when you're a kid, the people who can afford um, um, to, to, to pay you for work um, are older people. If you're doing work for your kids in, 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 in your age group, um, they're not going to be able to sustainably uh, pay you any money, actually, for a long period of time. You might not even have repeat customers, uh, even though it's not necessarily a bad idea. I mean, I, I just don't want you to sit there and think to yourself that you're going to be doing homework for other kids. That's illegal. It is wrong. You should not be doing that. You can actually get suspended and expelled from school for doing such things. That is not the type of behavior that we're trying to condone. Um, and if if you have, I mean, all of us have guardians of, of some sort, right? Um, and if in your family you have someone who is more business inclined and you hear them talk about making money and how the economy works, talk to them about what ideas do they think you can do, what problems need to be solved either at church, within the community, amongst their friends. Uh, what problem can you solve? Something that you can do diligently. And ask a grown-up to teach you how to do the thing you want to do. And Definitely do not do anything dangerous. Stay away from fire. Stay away from dangerous machinery. Um, if you're not old enough to use a lawnmower, do not do that. Uh, do not use a lawnmower. I think um, I started using a lawnmower probably at 13 or 14, if not 12, 13, 14, somewhere around there. Uh, but ov obviously, this has to be under your, your parents' supervision and with their agreement um, and consent. Um, obviously, so I don't want, I, I definitely do want to stress that you need to stay away from machinery that might harm you. Um, anyway, so I, I, there is so much to this, right? Um, and, and I do hope that we're able to film content and make it available on our website or on our, our YouTube channel, probably separate from the one that we've built now. Uh, because I feel like these are skills that young people really need to learn in our country, um, and, and on our continent, right? So that we can all become business savvy the older we get and we understand the fundamentals of business um, and the principles of, of building a successful business. Obviously, you would be doing it with the help of a grown-up. So uh, we're going to cut it right there for now.